the phone, they run up on you. Ask you where you from and check your tats under your clothing. Hustle, go hard, make sure my knots swollen. Fuck you, say the wrong hood, bullets explode. And I trust few people these days, cause that's gold. I see niggas get killed for who they roll with and chose to keep inside their circle. Satan sitting on your sofa. Same nigga that shot you was the one you used to smoke with. Cold shit, my whole clique notorious. You heard of us? Six soldiers murder us. You still serving clubs? Jealous nigga, you broke as fuck. Yo, bitch on my nuts. Spilling Patron out my cup. She can't get enough. Buffing me down as I puff on the finest cush. They say I be doing too much. I just do my stuff. Yeah, I just do my stuff. Hustle, hustle. Blue laces, shell chases. Check box, we don't leave no traces. You're... Sometimes you just gotta let Nip ride out, man. Not even gonna apologize for the extended musical selection today, man. It's just what it is. Good morning. It's 3 a.m. 2.49 a.m. Tuesday morning. July, what is this today? July 2nd. Coming to you live. My bad, man. There was no uh, podcast last week. My phone actually broke. Wasn't able to do anything, you know. But, see what I'm saying? The devil is busy. The devil here, he got something to say. Oh, God, he want to silence me. But it's not going to happen this time. We're going we're gonna to keep the movement, movement, moving with this one. The movement will be moving. This is one thing nobody can't worry about. The movement will continue to move. All right? The marathon will continue. It's not going to stop. So, you know, got that all situated, you know, so we back on deck. Uh, You know, first off, just want to give a big congratulations to the homie Noel Burnett, my my dog, man. This dude went and got married. Unbelievable, man. Just great day. I had everybody out there all suited up, man. You know, everybody well-dressed, drinking champagne, enjoying life, celebrating this young man on the road to excellence, man. You know, I, I, I appreciate you for having me play a role, you know. I love you, my brother. You know, to the Burnett family, much love. To all my peoples that was there, much love. Everybody listening, you know, everybody attended. Every, yeah, man. Good day, just good vibes. You love it when it's like that. So, um, you know, obviously free agency happened. You know, just, just getting to it. Free agency happened, and you know, free agency it it's like everything in life. Everything in life makes you think about certain shit. Like, you ever see somebody and they got a good thing going? I mean. Guy's going with this girl. Everything is great. You know, the chick does everything for him. Good looking chick. Maybe she's not the greatest. But, you know, if you do what you're supposed to do over there and you build her up the way that she's supposed to be, you'll be fine. But because you got got dough, you got things, you out there, you just want to grab something else because you know you can have it. Albeit you're very appreciative of what you have at home. You still want what's out there because you know you can have it. And you think you can have it and keep what you got at home. But you never can. How does this relate to free agency? Let me tell you something as a Knicks fan. 
As a Knicks fan, I'm very pleased. I'm very pleased. I told you from the jump, I didn't want Kevin Durant. I didn't want Kyrie. Me no want nobody. Me no want none of them. I told y'all this. I'm very, very pleased. Okay? The Brooklyn Nets. You had a good thing going. You had D-Will. You had Joe Johnson. You had Lopez. Your team was a playoff team. You were doing what you were supposed to do. You were on the up and up. You fucked the chemistry up by bringing in Paul Pierce and KG and mortgaging your entire future because you needed immediate gratification. You needed to go out there and get it because you knew you was capable of going out there and getting it. And you thought you could keep what you had. But in essence, what it did was it ruined the chemistry that they had on that team. Paul Pierce was too big of a personality for D-Will. On top of him getting injured, psychologically it fucked with his game. The whole house had to get burnt down. You went and you built a new one. You had to. You had no choice. You built a new house. The foundation was strong. Everything was shaping up. You're adding things. You're fixing the kitchen. You got marble floors coming in. Everything is all right. What do you do? You say, you know what? Fuck this construction company. You kick them out. Even though they was there with you when you had nothing. They worked with you and they do good work. I mean, they got you a playoff win last year. You should have had two. They made you relevant. They, they, they helped you when you had nothing. But you kicked them out. And you say, you know what? I'm going to go get these other guys because they hot right now. And I got more money in my pocket. And the Nets went and they got Durant and Kyrie. Clap for them. Woo! Durant and Kyrie. I'm happy for the Brooklyn Nets. Shit, I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan. I've been a Brooklyn Nets fan. Since, since the inception of the Brooklyn Nets, I've been a fan of them. Can't tell me shit. I'm going to be right there at the Barclays front and center being a big-time fanboy out there. And my Brooklyn Nets gear on. They win a championship. God damn it. I'm going to be right down there on Flatbush singing. Singing, dancing, carrying on, man. You crazy? Of course. Of course I'm with a Brooklyn Nets bandwagon. Of course I'm going to see Brooklyn win. What are you, crazy? This is Brooklyn. It's still Brooklyn. They jersey still say Brooklyn. I'm still born in Brooklyn. I'm still from Brooklyn. This is Brooklyn. I want to see Brooklyn win. Of course I want to see Brooklyn win. Crazy. Brooklyn Nets to the death, man. <sighs> Kyrie and KD in the Barclays. That shit is going to be crazy when it happens. Sad is great. It's... it's Man, it's the best thing to happen to Brooklyn since since the dance since the Schmoney dance, nigga. Shit. Since since Rebel and Bobby Schmurda. It's the best thing to happen to Brooklyn since then. Fuck is you talking about? KD and Kyrie. I mean, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Because truthfully, as a Knicks fan, yeah, as much as we dreamed and thought and hoped and prayed and wished, how many of you Knicks fans really out here thought that we were going to get, that you were going to see those two guys in a, in a New York Knicks uniform together? Who the fuck really thought that was going to happen? Seriously. 
How many of y'all really thought that was going to happen? Not not that it didn't have a chance to happen, because it obviously did. It had a chance to happen. But who thought it was actually going to get done? Who really thought that? Because <laughs> I did <laughs> Maybe that's me being negative. Maybe. But the truth of the matter is, I, I, I just didn't. And I didn't want it either. I don't want that. Let me tell you something. KD's going to be 32 years old before he plays another game of basketball. Kyrie will be at that point, what, 27, 28, some shit like that? They're on a three-year plan maxed out. They they are paying them niggas $200 million. In the last couple years of their contracts, they, they're going to be on the books giving both of them niggas like 35 or $40 million a piece, my nigga. And we're going to be seeing what KD will be towards the end of his prime because at 35 years old you're going towards the end of your prime i don't care who you are look at lebron nobody's been on some machine thing like lebron lebron is, and lebron had to chill because lebron is going towards the end of his prime brooklyn nets is gonna try to go for broke in the next three years and see what they can do with kd and Kyrie. truthfully i don't believe that it's that KD and Kyrie can beat LeBron and Anthony Davis and whoever else they get over there because they will get somebody else over there. So right there, that that shit don't, it ain't even, I don't even think it's going to happen. But, I mean, I'm rooting for it to happen. But the Knicks did the right thing. The Knicks stuck to their guns. The Knicks stuck to our convictions for once. We're going to rebuild this thing from the bottom up. R.J. Barrett is the biggest draft pick that we have had in my lifetime. We haven't seen a bigger draft pick like that. Third overall for the Knicks? Crazy? And we got a player? We got a dude who we think is a player who can be an all-star? Who can be a 20-plus point a night guard forward for us? We haven't had that. In four years, R.J. Barrett will be 24 years old, going on 25 years old, and we're going to be seeing what his prime is looking like, what his upside is about. He's going to be trying to go get toward his peak. Kevin Durant and Kyrie is going to be on the decline, and we would have been on the book for $80 million for, for, for for the next two seasons at that point. I fully, I fully expect and believe that R.J. Barrett will become an all-star in the Eastern Conference, period. End of story. He will become an all-star in the Eastern Conference playing guard. He will. He has to. He's going to go out there and get buckets. So that, I'm like, I'm not even really worried about that. Four or five years from now, I expect R.J. Barrett to be a player, a big-time player in the league. And the Knicks are going to be looking to bring in another another guy. Maybe then the Knicks could try to bring in a Carl Anthony Towns. Or or we'll see, you know, if MB's contract is up or what, what Jokic wants. Shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because we still have that 200 million in our pocket. I'm not mad at the Julius Randle shit. I just... I'm not mad. I'm not mad at the Julius Randle move. The Julius Randle move to me is fine. That's a good move. 
He got a Terry Rozier contract, which is, you can't be mad at that. That's what the market's going for. Terry Rozier got like $55 million from Charlotte. That's what the market is. That's what it's calling for. So that's what he's going to get. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at the Julius Randle contract. That's a building block. That's a solid player. That's what I think Zion Williamson has the potential to be if he can learn how to shoot. Because he can't shoot. Well, we're not talking about him today. <laughs> we're not talking about him today. So we got Julius Randle. We keep Dennis Smith. We got RJ Barrett and Knox. Mitchell Robinson is, is, is in the middle. And we still got $200 million in our pocket or $150 million in our pockets. And we're looking towards the future. And we're building a team. We're not just running out there and spending recklessly on free agents, on on stars with problems and over the hill and this and that. We're not overpaying for anybody. I'm not, like, I, I would have loved to have gotten a Jimmy Butler, unfortunately, doesn't look like it's going to happen. Kawhi got the league on hold right now. I love the D'Angelo Russell move to the Warriors. I can't wait to see what that backcourt looks like. My favorite move is Kemba to the Celtics. And because that one to me is just like he's more selfless than Kyrie. And he's a bigger and he's a he's bigger than Isaiah. He's a better defender. And he's just as good as a scorer. So for me, Kemba's going to fit right in in Boston. And he's actually going to make that team a better team than what Kyrie could have. Because they still got Gordon Hayward. Like, And I believe Kemba with a Gordon Hayward will play well. Kemba has never played with other good niggas on his team like that. Kemba's never had another all-star nigga next to him. Never. So Kemba's going to flourish up there. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy about the Kemba deal. I like that. Um, there's a couple of other moves that happened. I forgot where Brogdon went, but, you know, now he's going to be the, the starting point guard. I can't remember where. Rubio went to the Suns. I don't know what that's about. Um... I would have loved to see Rubio go to L.A. with LeBron, but he can't shoot. So LeBron wouldn't want him, and L.A. don't have no money for that. They wouldn't waste their money on Rubio. Uh, I don't. I haven't seen where DeMarcus Cousins is at right now. Uh, I got to look into this and um, give you some feedback and see, you know, exactly where everybody else is, uh, has, has landed because... The, the free agency, I mean, I, I think they said Jimmy Butler was going to Miami. And if Jimmy Butler ends up in Miami, I mean, damn, that just shows you that. This is this this is more about where these cats want to live as opposed to, uh, you know, anything else like, oh, uh, winning and all of that bullshit. Them niggas, ain't, them niggas don't give a fuck about that winning shit. Them niggas, this is where they want to live. So... For me, I think that shit is dope. Uh, the whole, the whole free agency thing. I, I'm a big fan of them moving all over the place. Uh, the Warriors, Andre Iguodala's gone. I think they said he went to Memphis. You know, he's just playing for the bread at this point, as he should be, as they all should be, to, to in some, some form of fashion. Uh, Vucevic is back where he's supposed to be. But you know the big one is Kawhi. I'm I'm surprised that Durant and Kyrie just signed so quick. Like they didn't even 
let it let it simmer. They didn't do nothing. They just was like, yo, fuck it. We in there. Like, 100%. No if ands, or buts. Like, that was I, was... I was surprised at how quickly those two moved. But, I mean, once again, it's a big-time victory for Brooklyn. A big-time victory for Brooklyn. Huge victory for Brooklyn. Because next year, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see what that looks like next year. And, yo, they could win a chip. They could, they could very, they got the talent with those two to win a chip next year, not next year, the year after next, because Durant is that great of a player. And if Brooklyn went for broke to do that, then by all means, man. But as a Knicks fan, you shouldn't be upset because guess what the biggest story was when Durant and Kyrie signed, not the fact that they signed to the Nets, the fact that they didn't sign with the Knicks. Not. The Knicks will always be the biggest basketball team in this city, period. It will always be the biggest basketball team. There's no two ways about it. And in the next four years, when Brooklyn is looking to see if they can re-sign old stars or retool or rebuild, the Knicks should be on their way. The Knicks should be ascending towards building a sustainable a sustainable franchise that has championship aspirations on a yearly basis on some San Antonio shit. That's what I want the Knicks to be. I want to be the Spurs, man. I want ju- I just want sustained greatness, sustained excellence. You know what I'm saying? Like why we always got to be rebuilding and losing and hoping to sign this one and that one. San Antonio, it's like they get two solid dudes and then they just put dudes there and shit happens. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. However, the Knicks are doing what they doing the right thing. I'm not mad. The Knicks are doing the right thing. So, I, so for all you Knicks fans that was up in arms... Stop kidding yourself, man. Really, stop playing yourself. You was having fantasies, delusions of grandeur. If you really and truly in your heart really thought to yourself like, yes, I am going to see Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving in a Nick jersey next year. If you really thought that to yourself, man, you was playing yourself. Because I never, I never, I never believed that was going to happen. <clears throat> I saw them, or I saw, I I felt like people, more people would go to Brooklyn to go build their own shit and still be in New York and not have the Nick pressure, but still try to have the New York glory. You understand? I felt that from the jump. That's why you got to fuck with a nigga like Melo. Melo came to the Knicks in his prime because he knew that that chip in the garden would mean more than it would anywhere. My nigga. KD and Kyrie could get three chips in Brooklyn. If R.J. Barrett get one chip in the garden, it's more than them three Brooklyn chips, man. And we all know it. Come on, man. This dude is 19. Let's think about the next 10 years instead of the next three. Fuck the immediate gratification. Sick of that shit. That's going to apply to my life, too. No more of that. 
No more of that for the New York Knicks. No more, no more media gratification. We're going to get there just like everybody else. But we got to stay the course. So the Knicks did very well in free agency. Very well in free agency. Julius Randle is a building block. That's what he is. Good player. We're going to be just fine. I'm not mad. I think everybody should just uh, keep it real cool about the New York Knicks right now. Hats off to the Brooklyn Nets, the big winners. Can't wait to see it. But uh, I'm glad my team ain't touch it. It's, it's, like, it's like when you see some shit somebody getting, you like, word, yo, that's what's up, man. I'm fucking happy for you. I'll come over there and I'll enjoy it with you. But I don't want that shit, though. I'm, I'm going to do it this way. And that's how I feel as a Nick fan. So happy for my Brooklyn, for, for Brooklyn, my brother, my team. So happy for them. Can't wait to be out there celebrating, watching Kyrie dribble, 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 dribble all over the damn place. I keep it a bucket. I don't even, I don't even know how much games they're going to win next year. I don't even know if they're going to make the playoffs, seriously. Yeah, yeah, I said it. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs next year. How is he going to work with that roster? You know how he is. It's his show. It's his dribbling circus. That's what it is. He went to Boston and he fucked up the package. The niggas was in the Eastern Conference playoffs. Eastern Conference uh, championship. The two years that they didn't have you. You come back and you're supposed to be a top 10 player. And you get a gentleman's sweep. You had four... Hard-fought games with the Indiana Pacers, who had a better record than you during the regular season, and they didn't have if Victor Oladipo, which is why, you know, those games were those games they didn't win a game, truthfully. And it sounds like I'm 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 I'm, I'm calling out Kyrie Irving, but I am kind of calling out Kyrie because he is he is he is overrated. He is like he just is. He's a good player. He's a he's a great player. But he needs a player around him. He's not that guy. He's not. He's not going to be the person to do it on his own or to lead a team. He's not a team leader. He's not. It's just not what he is. At his position, he can't lead a team playing the way that he plays. And I think they give Russell Westbrook a lot of shit. They give Russell Westbrook a lot of shit. About the type of player he is. And look at the team Kyrie. If Russell Westbrook had Boston. If he had that fucking roster. Give me a break man. Think that team when they came out the east. If Russell Westbrook had Boston's roster. That team's coming out the east. That team's coming out the east. We call Russell Westbrook selfish. Russell Westbrook would take 13 shots. If he knew he was going to get 25 assists. Fucking with them niggas in Boston. Niggas don't really pay attention, man. You live in the moment and you look at these niggas in the moment and you're not really breaking down and analyzing their game and seeing who they really are. Kyrie's not that. He's not. So I don't even... I don't expect Brooklyn to make the playoffs next year. I don't. They were the seventh seed this year and I don't feel like they're going to make the playoffs. Just don't. Uh, Indiana's going to make it again. You know Toronto's going to be there. Philly's going to be there. Uh, 
Milwaukee, Boston, um, Orlando, it got the same team, same type of team coming back. Detroit should be there again. And then you got you got Washington, you got the Knicks, and you got um Detroit and Chicago getting better. And you got Brooklyn. So is Brooklyn gonna make the playoffs? Atlanta's Atlanta looks like they're gonna be a better team. But you don't you can't really call it with Brooklyn. You can't. I don't I ain't gonna put them in I ain't gonna put them in the playoffs. Cause you fucked up the chemistry of that team. That team was playing team ball. And even though a lot of times they didn't have the same talent as the other team out there, they they played uh, they played the game together to the point where they got through it. There's gonna be a couple games where Kyrie's out there dribbling, trying to play hero ball, and a little bit more of a team game would have got them a win. So if they do that ten times, if that shit happens ten times, that's ten wins. I, that's the difference between making the playoffs and not making the playoffs. We've seen Kyrie be his own guy on the team in the East before with Cleveland. We're gonna we're about to see it again. He's gonna be the guy by himself in Brooklyn. We're gonna see how that fares out this season. Nobody's expecting anything from him, so he's going to get a pass for not having Durant. But we're going to see how that shit fares out. And it might look like Cleveland all over again, to be honest with you. That's what I really think. So, I mean, yeah, hats off to Brooklyn because, you know, you got be getting ready to join the party next year. But right now, he's not there. So, I'm happy what the Knicks decided not to do. And I'm happy what the Nets decided to do, man. Bring some relevancy to New York. But I'm happy the Knicks did not touch that. So uh, we, we we good on free agency. I'm, I'm cool with the Knicks on that, man. I'll be back. Uh, just give me two seconds. Uh, uh, last week, Andre Iguodala came out with a book. And oh, my God. I swear sometimes I be feeling like, yo, I am. I, I, I be saying things and then people don't even pay attention to it and then next thing you know somebody else says it and it becomes a big deal but I'll be right back one moment and we back okay let's take a little little five minute break or whatever the case was man my niece called me had to talk to her you know what I mean do all that but it's all good we out here like I said, man, we was talking about uh, free agency and how, you know, free agency was crazy. Um, staying relevant, but switching the topic a little bit. Andre Iguodala, now Memphis Grizzly, chasing that bag, fuck a ring. That's what it's about. Hey, he came out with a book last week. In that book, a lot of people weren't happy with some of the things that he said. But I swear sometimes, man, it's like, what am I, like, a visionary? Like, how do I know the things that I know sometimes before they even happen? How, why am I able to say that, yo, this is the reason for something? And then, it, man, didn't I say years ago, Mark Jackson is a black Baptist church preacher. 
and the Warriors is trying to move to San Francisco, the number one gay city in the country. He's not with the gay parade. That's why they fired him. Niggas tried to tell me I was crazy. I'm speculating. Conspiracy theory. All kind of shit. And that's why I said that's the reason Mark Jackson got fired for nothing else. It wasn't for no other reason. They was on some gay shit and he wasn't having it. Or not even so much that he wasn't he wasn't having it. Because he was never openly protesting against that shit. My nigga, he's just not gonna walk in your parade neither. So Iguodala drops that book. Says that's why Mark Jackson is blackballed in the NBA. Nobody's fucking with him. Because he's not about gay rights. Brings me back to my fucking point. What the fuck rights? What rights? What rights? What if what if what if gay people really been denied out here? Who's stopping you from progressing and being a productive member of society because you're gay? Who is stopping that shit? Nobody. Stop fucking bitching. I mean, Mark Jackson just got fired based on discrimination. Discrimination. I mean, I thought this was America, right? When we go to school and we're little kids... When they tell us the pilgrims came to America for religious freedom. People came to America for religious freedom. You come to America for religious freedom, right? So that means on this land you have the ability or you're supposed to have the ability to worship God, whichever God you choose and abide by whatever rules that God has set forth for your life. That is what religious freedom is. The ability to go ahead and practice your religion freely and all that it entails. As long, no, and all that it entails. Period. That's what that's what that's what it's about. That's what this country is about. Mark Jackson is a black man in this country practice, practicing Christianity. Two things that was never meant for him. One to be here, two to be a Christian. He's conforming. He's being a good God-fearing Christian man in America. And because of that, the man was fired from his job as a basketball coach. And that's the problem I have with the LQBG thing. That's the problem I have with the LBQT. G community fucking community what kind of what, what fucking community do you have you're not a fucking community you're not a race of people you're not a fucking religion you're nothing 
All you do is fuck niggas in the ass and lick twat. That's what y'all do. That is what y'all do. Oh my God, it sounds so horrible. Yeah, that's what you fucking do. That's what you do, my nigga. That doesn't shape who you are. That doesn't define the type of person that you are. That doesn't that doesn't tell me anything about your character, about your background, your history, your ethnicity, nothing. That doesn't intertwine with anything. That's a decision that you decide, my nigga. That's, that's a decision that you make. You want to go fucking nigga in the ass? Go ahead, go do it. You want to go lick a bitch's pussy bitch? Go fucking do it. I'm not stopping you. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to see it. But explain to me how that affects the workplace. I mean, goddamn, we get enough fucking shit as men at work looking at a woman, talking shit, saying anything. You got to go through all these sexual harassment, bullshit, training, and all this other fuck shit. And you mean to tell me you fired this nigga? Cause he don't want to hear about you fucking somebody in the ass, and 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 his job is to go out there and coach a basketball team. This is why I'm not down with that shit, man. This is why I'm not down with none of that bullshit. Because what happens with these fucking LB cheats, whatever shit, that shit, whatever fuck that shit is, whatever happens with them is they are so fucking determined to nor to normalize something that is practiced by the minority to the point where the majority must be afraid of them what the fuck there's 20 of us sitting in a room there's two gay people and I got to watch what the fuck I say are you kidding me? I have to watch my how I what what my point of views are. I can't I can't have an opinion. I can't say that's not something that I like or I what? This is where we've come to. You trying to make something that is not fucking normal. Normal. It's not normal. Niggas have made enough concessions for you to be comfortable. Stop with the fucking... Wait, 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 wait. Just stop, man. My God. Like, it's it's getting out of control. Y'all just discriminated against somebody. That's discrimination for all you fucking rainbows. That's what that's called. Discrimination. When your belief system doesn't coincide with someone else's and you stop them from progressing. That's called discrimination. That's what happened to Mark Jackson. He was discriminated against. It's already a big enough strike that he's black. Now he, the fact that he's a God-fearing Christian man and the Bible says... If a man lays with the man in the way that he lays with the woman, then his blood is on his own hands. The Bible says that. And because he believes in that religion, now all of a sudden he can't be part of that organization. Or what he's supposed to do is he's supposed to modify his stance to fit your ideals. Because you want to normalize something that's not fucking normal. 
If it was fucking normal, you wouldn't be here. Because your father would be getting fucked in the ass instead of fucking your mom. It's not fucking normal. Let's just call it what it is. And, I'm, and, and it's sickening to see people discriminated against because of it. You have fucking parades. Like, I mean, what the fuck do you want? What do you want? What do you want? What do they want? What do gay people fucking want? What do you fucking want? Who has denied you anything in this world because you were gay? It's never happened. People denied you something or treated you differently because you decided to broadcast your sexual preference, which you know is not normal. That is why you have been excoriated. That is why you have been left out. That is why things have happened and you've been made to feel uncomfortable. You are doing something that is not fucking normal, period. That's why. That's why. That's why you run into problems. The fuck is you talking about, man? That's what comes with it. Now imagine being black. Imagine that shit. Imagine being black. Think about you being gay. You can hide that shit. If you want to put on a dress as a woman and and, and, and not act like a man and you want to put on a dress and put on makeup and go sit down and chill, yeah, you may be uncomfortable, but guess what? Nobody around you is going to fucking think anything. No one's going to have the opportunity to judge you, to cast any aspersions on you about your character or who you are or anything because they see you as a woman dressed like a dude. When they see you as a woman carrying yourself as a woman dressed as a woman, they are not going to think anything other than that is a woman. Especially for, they're not going to think that that's anything other than a woman. But when you get dressed up like a man and you carry yourself like a dude, guess what? Then you become a lesbian. Then you become gay. Then you have put your sexuality at the forefront of who you are. Okay? You are now saying, this piece of me is all of who I am and that is what I'm going to use to define me you want to be defined by your sexuality that is what you gay people want you want to be defined by your sexuality and feel special for it I'm not here for that shit it's not fucking normal and you're not special because you're a man that wants to fuck another man in the ass or you're a woman that wants to go lick pussy that doesn't make you a special individual And I'm not special because I'm black. I'm fighting to be recognized as a human being first. Not even a black man. You know how many black people want to be somewhere and they don't want to be seen as the black person? I'm seen as the black person. Because guess what? Being the black person comes with a bunch of shit. Now all of a sudden, I'm this and I'm that. People start to make assumptions about you. Just because of your skin color. Imagine that. My appearance. My physical. Nothing I've altered. I've done nothing. 
I've done absolutely nothing to alter, not a haircut, not a clothing design, nothing. Not a mannerism, nothing. My skin color is my impediment. That's my hurdle right there. I walk into a I walk into a, a meeting. I have the exact same suit on as a white man. I'm black and he's white and he's gay. He's not flamboyant. He's not extra. So guess what he is? He's just a white guy. He's just a regular person. Now me, I have to break every single stereotype of being black. How the fuck does that employer know that that white man is gay until he does or says some gay shit? How are you discriminated against? What has been denied to you? What can't you do? Where can't you go? We're talking about being regular in society. A family with two small kids doesn't want to fucking go out to a restaurant and see a heterosexual couple sitting in a fucking booth all over each other making out. They don't want to see that shit. They don't want their kids to fucking see it. So why the hell do you think as two fucking men can sit on and hug up on each other and expect people to think that shit is okay? Or two women with two boy haircut hug up on... No! That shit is not okay. People are not going to like it. You have the right to do it. Because it's fucking America. And I believe everybody has a right to go out there and live happily and do whatever the hell they want. As long as you're being a decent, productive individual that doesn't hurt anybody. You have the right to go and do what you want. Unless you want some, unless these like these other motherfuckers trying to touch little kids and shit like that. That shit, I'm not, I, that shit cannot rock. That's a whole nother story. But whew, <laughs> that shit. But I can't. But I thought that was the situation with Mark Jackson, and I wasn't sure. And lo and behold, that became the situation with Mark Jackson. He was fired from coaching a basketball team because he didn't want to march in a gay parade. Politics, I mean, wow. Politics, where's the religious freedom? Where is the the protection in the workplace? Where is it? No one says anything about this. This is okay. So it's okay for a man to be fired because his religious beliefs don't coincide with the gay community. A very small fucking percentage of people. A small percentage. His religious beliefs do not coincide with their desires so he can no longer coach basketball because of that and nobody says a word about it it's okay it's okay and it's okay it's okay because we as black people we never say a damn thing 
We never say anything. We never stick up for shit. Why we ain't why we ain't out there riding for Mark Jack? But you know who? Why we going Why we worry about Mark Jackson? Mark Jackson's a millionaire, right? A lot of real shit going on out here. But you monkeys are still wearing H and M and Gucci. Fucking monkey ass niggas, man. Yeah, I, I was in a mall the other day and I saw I saw some I saw I saw so much niggas in H and M. And I'm just looking at them like you fucking monkeys. Niggas disgust me, man. Disgust me on your Instagram with your Gucci. Proud of it. Proud of it. Make me fucking sick, man. Don't stand for shit. How the fuck Mark Jackson get fired because he didn't want to go to the damn gay parade? What kind of shit is that? What kind of fucking witch hunt is that? This is a fucking witch hunt in America right now. If you're not down with the gay shit and you dare come out and say anything like that, it's like this this media, these people will try to fucking track you down and, and turn you into a bigot. You're a bigot. How am I a bigot? You could be a great guy. You could be a great woman. But I don't want to be involved in your gay shit. What the fuck is the difference if if my brother got a girlfriend that I don't like so he don't bring that girl around me? What the fuck? Or, or my sister got a boyfriend that I don't like so she don't bring that nigga around me? What the fuck is the difference? I don't like your sexual lifestyle. I don't like that shit. Don't fucking broadcast it. Don't bring it around me. And And, and, and that is not a definition of who you are. How the fuck is that a definition of who you are? I mean, shit. I would like to think that when somebody looks at me, they would think more than he fucks bitches. I mean, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I mean, every man want to be looked at like that. Like, who the fuck? Who the fuck? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, who? I mean, I mean, let's be real. Which man? It would be like, you know, people see that nigga outside. They're like, yeah, that nigga fucks bitches. Like, yeah, of course. So, so yeah. Yeah, god damn it. Fuck it. Yeah, I would love it. Or if, that's, if that was a narrative about me. You look at me and the first thing you see that, the first thing you see when you see me is, yeah, that nigga gets bitches. That's the first thing that comes to your mind. I mean, but that's not life. That's not reality. That that doesn't define who I am. No matter no, no matter how many women I lay down with, that doesn't make me a fucking man. That's not that's not that's not a definition of my character. That's just a small part of who I am. There's so many other aspects to life. And you can live and die and know me and have a relationship with me and never know the nuances of my sexual life. Why the fuck for? That's my personal business. I need to be telling nobody about that shit, brethren. You feel me? So it's like, that's the shit that I don't ever understand. You want me to be worried about who you, who you want to fuck first. I don't want to see that shit. I don't care. Stop fucking trying to tell me.
Like, why are you sending off a red flag like I like it in the butt? Like, that's that's just whack. Like, I, I don't I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know what the fuck they want. I'm going to say it again. I don't know what the fuck they want. I don't know what their fight is about. I don't know what that shit is all about. I just don't fucking know. Keep your business your business, man. Ain't nobody bothering you, man. Nobody's fucking bothering you. Keep your business your business. And, 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 and stop trying to run this witch hunt for everyone who disagrees. For anyone who decides that or, or, or says that that's not something that they like or they're into or they care about. Or they want to be associated with. Allow those people to live their life freely. And be good, clean, decent, honest, productive citizens. And not have to be worried about who the fuck you have sex with. And trying to make sure that they 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 put on a song and dance. Or, or fake the funk to try and uh, maintain their lifestyle financially. Because you are now in a position of power. And you're gay. And everyone has to fucking fall in line with you being fucking gay. In order to make money in an industry. That makes no fucking sense. That makes no fucking sense. If I'm black and I know you're a racist. Guess what that means? That means I know that you hate me because I fucking exist. And you hate everybody with my skin pigmentation. And you don't want to see me advance. You don't want to see me do well. You don't want to see anything good for me. That's what happens when somebody's racist. That's what happens against with racism. Not this little bullshit LBG shit. Ain't nobody fucking bothering y'all. Nobody knows you're gay until you fucking tell them. Or until you act like it. Until you're a fucking man dressed like a woman. Or you're a woman dressed like a man. Nobody fucking knows. And nobody frankly gives a fuck. So stop trying to make us care. Stop trying to make that define who you are. And you'll find your life a lot easier. I don't want to fucking know about that shit. And stop trying to make it the same as being black. Because it's not. It's just not. The two are just so completely different. And the shit that pisses me off the most, unfortunately, you know, is the, the the gay black people. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm not mad that you fucking gay. Go ahead, man. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. But remember something. You're black first, homie. Stupid. To all you fucking, all you stupid ass gay niggas. All you stupid homo motherfuckers. Yo, guess what? Those fucking crackers are racist and they're gay, stupid. Do you know how many racist gay white men there are, stupid? Stop picking up that fucking fight. That fight is secondary. Fuck you advancing their agenda while they're still doing things to hold your dumb ass back. Be black first. Be worried about being black before you worry about being a fucking homo. That shit is secondary, man. Black women, same shit. Be worried about being a fucking black woman first. That gay shit is secondary. Know how many gay, white, feminists there are? Stupid. Why are you furthering their fight? While disregarding your own. You're putting your fight on the back burner to pick up their shit. Because you worried about sucking dick, nigga. Or licking pussy, bitch. Fucking stupid, man.
This is it, it, it's sickening, man. It's sickening to watch you you fucking house niggas run around out here. Stand up in front and act like you for this and you for that. So I used to tell people from the giddy up, man, I was never with that Black Lives Matter shit. The fuck is that? Black Lives Matter. Get the fuck out of here. How the fuck does an internet hashtag turn into a movement overnight led by a bunch of dykes and George Soros who lives in fucking Spain? Give me a break, man. A cracker and a bunch of dykes are trying to tell me what to believe in. (sighs) Niggas make me sick, man. Niggas make me sick. A lot of shit happened, man. State of hip-hop is crazy. I mean... I watched that BET Awards briefly. I didn't even watch the whole thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe a good 40 minutes. Only thing I'm gonna say about that shit is it's sad. The de-evolution of hip-hop music... Black culture, I'm watching this shit deteriorate. You see what happens when you have something good and you oversaturate it and you start trying to produce it to the masses, it loses authenticity. That guy that rolls beef patties in a little shack somewhere down on on one of them lanes in Jamaica. That shit is probably the best beef patty you ever gonna get in your life. But once he start trying to mass produce it, it's never gonna taste the same way it tasted in that shack. And I mean, at the end of the day, you want him to mass produce because you want him to get better. But in doing so, you also wanna maintain the essence of what it is at all times. That's why you see certain places are more successful than others. Because even though they grow, they don't deviate from what made them who they are. See, hip-hop, I feel like hip-hop and black culture, what's happening is we're we're allowing so much infiltration that we're losing our identity. We don't have the same identity as what we used to have. Now we're mainstream. We're popular culture. It's for everybody. It's everybody's music. Well, shit. I'm I'm old enough to remember a time when that was music for black people. And other people didn't want nothing to fucking do with it. And now all of a sudden, it's for everybody. That's another topic. However, I watched that BET Awards and I'm watching and, you know, when the BET Awards first started, it was like a a black excellence night. This this night, that award show was supposed to, it was supposed to trump the Image Awards. It was supposed to be the new, it was supposed to be the NAACP Mixed with the Soul Train Awards meets the Grammys for black people like the 
black Oscars. Like, I'm talking a real distinguished night. Even the rappers that was there that night was suited up. Like, that was a real night of black excellence. Over the years, I've watched the BET Awards deteriorate into fuckery. Like a puppy show, a sideshow, nothing. Like, please. Niggas is there in fucking white tees and, and jeans and sneakers not giving a fuck. If somebody actually shows up to accept an award like it's a big deal. It's ridiculous. Um, And one of the people that they've been pushing, been pushing forward, is this... Bullshit-ass, whack-ass, fuck-ass, trash-ass. I mean, the worst shit that I ever heard in my life. If I hear it and I got the ability to turn it off, I do. And if I don't, I walk as far away from that shit as possible so I don't have to hear it. That fucking Old Town Road shit that you fucking monkeys have allowed into hip-hop because you just let anything rock. And when niggas like me talk, I'm a hater. I'm not a fucking hater, my nigga. I'm keeping it a buck. I'm telling you exactly what it is. Little Nas X. I mean, what the fuck is that to begin with? Little Nas X? Where the fuck did he get that name? Little Nas X. I mean, I got a smartphone like the rest of you, so initially when I hear this kid, Little Nas X, I say to myself, let me go and check Google and see what the man's given name is. His name is like Jamal or some shit, nothing to do with Nas or Nasir or anything even close to that. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Little Nas X. He wants to be a country singer. But he's making off-brand trap rap bullshit. That Atlanta shit. That fucking cesspool at Sodom and Gomorrah. We just gonna let anything fly type shit that they got going on down there. Because that's what the fuck has happened. Ever since Atlanta got that shit, everything flies. Everything flies down there. They don't got no rules, no structure, no... Everything, they just put their fucking... They just put their hands together and clap for every fucking dumb thing that happens out there. That's why I don't fucking like that shit. That's why I don't be be too keen on that. Because it's like, yo, when do y'all put a stop to something? When do y'all say, no, this shit is whack? Or no, we're not just going to let this rock. When do y'all do that? They never fucking do it. Anything that hits, they just ride the fucking wave. Dick riding, dick riding central. Dick riding central. No disrespect to the niggas born and raised and from Atlanta, but but I always say, yo, why is it like that people, black people especially feel like shit, I'm just going to go to fucking Atlanta and fix all my problems. Your life is fucked up, you just move to Atlanta. And what the fuck do you expect? You just go down there to dick ride. 
You're just gonna need a ride a wave because you heard it sounds good. You heard it's good. A lot of lot of wave riding in Atlanta. A lot of wave riding. Nobody's really from there. Some people are, but nobody's really from there. It's a lot of wave riding going on down there. That's what makes this shit so fucking corny. And it's not an a, a attack on Atlanta, but you know, sometimes you gotta call something what it is, and that's what it is. So when I see this little Nas X motherfucker, it makes me say to myself, I say, damn, yo, there's some real powerful assholes behind the curtains pulling the strings to put this kid in the forefront and then have the unmitigated goal. I mean, blasphemous, disrespectful, out of bounds. Like, how, how? Little Nas X? You gonna tell me he's not an industry plant? He's not somebody that they put there to distract you? What happens when this kid decides that he wants to drop the X from his fucking name? Then he becomes Little Nas. Nothing to do with Nas here. Nothing to do with Nas, the legend. One of our legends. One of our cultural icons. One of the one of the three best to ever get on the mic in our genre of music. We are now gonna allow a little fucking Batiman to Sing country music And call himself Little Nas X He will inevitably drop the X From his name and try to call himself Little Nas And y'all don't see nothing wrong with it You just got your kids singing a song You think them crackers would have their kids Singing a song if I come out And I name myself Little Garth Brooks or little Tim McGraw, you fucking bet they wouldn't. Them niggas would try to lynch me. And you got this little fucking homo. Yeah, he's a little fucking homo. Because now all of a sudden he's gay too. Fuck out of here, man. You got this little homo trying to desecrate and erase the name of one of our legends. And y'all just ride the wave in the name of what's hot right now. You got a whole generation. You got kids growing up. They're going to hear the name Nas. And they're going to associate it with little Nas X. They will not have any understanding. They will not have any care. They will not have any desire to know who Nas is. N-A-S. The man who made Illmatic. Stillmatic, it was written, Godson, Street's Disciple, that guy. You're allowing the media, you're allowing them to erase one of our legends. Because at the end of the day, man, it's all up to us still. It's still up to us. We could have rejected this kid and this fucking song. We could have rejected that shit. Could have been like, nah, man, fuck that. But what if they played the reverse shit on us? 
oh, he's trying to make a country song. And they said, the white people said it's not a country song. So, you know, now they're discriminating against him. So, black people, you have to defend him because the white people are attacking him. Well, guess what? It wasn't a fucking country song. That ain't no country song, my nigga. The beat was not a country beat. He wasn't talking on no country shit. It was bullshit. And we took the bait, man. And we took the bait as we normally do. Now this nigga's a fucking flaming Batman too. A flaming Batman. We're going to see what kind of shit that brings. What does that bring now? I mean, my God. My God, where have we gotten to? Where somebody can call themselves Little Nas X and it be acceptable in hip-hop. We, we as hip-hop have accepted him because everyone is afraid to just come out and say, yo, that shit is fucking whack, little nigga. Change your fucking name. You can't call yourself Little Nas X. But what what we gonna allow a nigga to come out making fucking uh 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 one next kind of fuck ass music and call himself little Jay Z, little Biggie, little Tupac. I mean these these little motherfuckers is getting really bold, really bold. Little Nas X the fuck is that even mean? Why doesn't that bother anybody? I'm not supporting that. I'm not supporting that kid. I'm not supporting that fucking song. Just like I say, get your money. I want to see you get your money and do your thing. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to support fuckery. And that is fuckery. There's nothing good about it. There's nothing positive about it. It's it's the effective erasure of one of our legends in favor of conforming to the bullshit. And all you fucking niggas, all you monkeys and butt-licking, boot-licking house niggas that fall in line with this dumb shit are fucking stupid and you're part of the problem too. Sick of y'all with this dumb shit, man. We gonna let it rock for the night, man. No, just mellow out. Play some real hip hop. Go play play the hottest nigga in Brooklyn right now. We gonna call it that. I appreciate y'all listening. I will be here. This is not stopping. This is not stopping. This is just the beginning. Pop smoke. This is a mellow Hey, welcome to the party. I'm off the mic, Zandalee. That's why I'm over retarded. That's why I'm over retarded?
Baby, welcome to the party. Huh? I hit the boy up and then I go skate in a Rari. Baby, welcome to the party. Mix up a duck. Get me lit. Get me lit. Gun on my head. One in the head. Set in the clip. Baby. Baby, don't trip. Just lower your tone. Cause you can get hit. Don't let that be in my system. I get your body. Next day, I forget it. Next day, I forget it. I bet I sent him to the Lord. 